Hey guys, welcome to Enter In, the podcast. We hope through this intentional time of listening, reflection, and prayer, you are able to hear the voice of God as we navigate through the journey of life together. This podcast series is created and hosted by Jeff Rogers, an American pastor and missionary who serves alongside his wife, Carrie Beth, in the Czech Republic. Please subscribe and share this unique experience to pause, reflect, and engage with our Creator God, focusing on what He has for us in this busy and ever-changing world. Hey everyone, welcome back to part two of our podcast series uh, that we have called Disciples. Hope everyone is doing well, and today we want to look at the topics of calling and vocation. We're going to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 17. And the big idea today is that people are meant to live the life God has called them to. And so as we explore this by looking at this scripture uh, that Paul writes to the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians, the application that we want to walk away from today is this. Um, In what ways do you proclaim the gospel, and in what ways do you disciple others in your sphere of influence? And maybe as we go through this topic today, Uh, we are able to identify areas in our lives in which we can improve in proclaiming the gospel and discipling others. Now, if you remember in our first part, we looked at Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. Uh, But let me focus real quick, uh, going back uh, to, to last time on verses 18 through 20, where it says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And so that's a scripture that we focused on in part one of our series as we talked about the Great Commission And today we're looking at a section in in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 that is sort of kind of titled, Live as You Are Called. And I'm going to read verse 17. So 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 17, that says this. Only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. Paul says, this is my rule in all the churches, in all communities of believers. Uh, There's another translation that says, so here is my instruction to all the churches. Each must live with the gifts the Lord Jesus grants you and with with the call God offers you. I really like that, that, that it says, so here's my instructions to us that we have to live with those gifts that the Lord Jesus grants us uh, and with the call that God offers each and every one of us. So as we look at today, just as God calls the body of believers to go out and make disciples of all nations, which we talked about in our first part uh, in, in the Great Commission in Matthew, God also calls individual believers to go and disciple others within their spheres of influence. Now, in Christianese, which are informal terms, uh, maybe catchphrases, uh, some would call it theological jargon that Christians use, 
the terms that most people associate with or most familiar with are calling and vocation when we talk about this topic. Usually the two are used to describe the idea of God calling a person to a specific vocation. Uh, Nowadays, or in modern times, one of the first things people actually think about when they hear the word vocation is really the idea of a job, a day-to-day job, or a life occupation. But that is not quite what is meant by a Christian vocation. That's something we need to be mindful of. Vocation means we can serve God in whatever work, uh, in whatever home life that we have. Um, Actually, Martin Luther, uh, in his um, article, Life Library of Vocation, uh, which is published by the Lutheran Church, uh, he says that vocations are mask of God. Think about that. Vocations are mask of God. This is very important to note because so many people that think, uh, so many people think that in order to truly serve God, they must all become pastors or they must all become teachers or they should all leave everything behind and become missionaries, uh, which again, all these things are very noble and uh, God needs each and every one of these uh, in, in, in his world so that people will come and, and hear the gospel. But this is not the only cases. Uh, 1 Corinthians uh, reminds us, the scripture that we read there in verse 17 today, reminds us as Christians to live the life that the Lord has assigned to us. Not live the life that we think God wants us to live. Let me repeat that because I think that's, that's very important. And I know for me personally, something I struggled, especially right out of college, and I actually entered into the corporate world, and I, I had trouble understanding what is my calling, what is my vocation uh, in life. And so let me read that again. Um, 1 Corinthians seven seventeen reminds us to live the life that the Lord has assigned, not live the life that they think God wants them to live. I had a pastor very early on in my 20s when I was struggling with the move from corporate world uh, to full-time ministry and figuring out where God was calling me. He said, really all that matters is that you bloom where you are planted, using that uh, you know, flower or, or plant analogy, to bloom where you are planted. And that's exactly what, what this phrase is all about. There's an author, his name is uh, David um, Guzik, who also writes an online biblical commentary uh, known as the Enduring Word Commentary. Um, and he has a book that talks about uh, marriage and singleness, and he writes uh, in this book uh, some principles regarding marriage and singleness. But he says this, uh, he This is his quote. He says, no matter what your station is, God can work in your life. Instead of thinking that you can or will walk for the Lord when your station changes, walk for the Lord in the place you are right now. I absolutely love that phrase because it is exactly 
um, as I said earlier, what, what the pastor was communicating to me years ago of, you don't have to wait for your station to change. You don't have to wait for your situation uh, to change. Walk for the Lord where you are right now. If there's people involved in your work, in your life, and there are, do it now. So the first reflection question that we have for this podcast is this question. How does a person's individual calling work toward and complement the church's call of the Great Commission? Now, some of you may be familiar with this story, but Eric Liddell, whose life was made into the film um, Chariots of Fire, uh, which was directed by Hugh Hudson back in the early 1980s, 1981 uh, to be exact, he is an example of someone proclaiming the gospel and looking to make disciples in his sphere of influence. Now, he was an Olympian favored to win the 100 meters, if you recall or have seen this movie. And he found out that the races would actually take place on a Sunday, the Sabbath day for him. Now, convicted that he could not run on the Sabbath, he actually switched to the 400 meter race. And if you know the story, he ends up winning gold. Now, later in his life, Eric left his running career behind to actually become a missionary in China, and that is exactly what his parents had been. They had been missionaries in China. So Eric leaves his career as an athlete, as a runner, to become a missionary in China. But in that story, you see that in his sphere of influence, you know, his station did not have to change for him to proclaim the gospel, to share the gospel, to stand up for God's calling in his life. Now, there are many jobs within the congregation of a church or a community of believers. Um, You know, when we have a bunch of people around, we have uh, bankers, uh, you may come in contact with nurses or doctors, uh, students, people in the military, uh, people who are stay-at-home parents, Uh, repairmen, office workers, the list goes on and on of different occupations. Now, if you recall last week's message about the church going out and making disciples of all nations, um, the Great Commission is as much an individual calling as it is a communal or community calling. It does not matter if you stay in the job that you have, um, maybe you've had it for years, but it doesn't matter if you stay in that same job or decide to make a career change. The Great Commission doesn't change, and its mandate does not change, that we must proclaim Christ. We must share Christ to all the nations, to every single person in all the nations. Now, modern-day pastor and theologian John Piper writes this. He says, What we all need to hear is that what lies most on the heart of God is not whether we move from one job to the other, but whether in our present work we are enjoying God's promised presence and obeying his commands in the way that we do our work. And he writes that 
um, in, in, in an article uh, called Your Job as Ministry um, back in early June, actually, of 1981. So think about this, and this subject keeps coming up of, you know, blooming where you were planted and, uh, um, you know, sharing the gospel no matter what your job is, no matter what your present work is, John Piper calls it, uh, no matter what it is. So our second reflection question of this podcast is, what do you feel are your calling and vocation? And how do you feel about your calling and vocation? And then that question, why? Back in 2009, there was a Christian drama uh, it was called To Save a Life, and it was directed by uh, Brian Bow. Um, and it was about a high school student. Uh, I think the guy's name was Jake Taylor, who becomes a Christian after the suicide and death of his childhood friend. Now, after coming to faith, he tries to share this newfound love that he has for God with his fellow students and friends at school. And he started by ensuring that no one... Uh, would sit alone at lunch. Taylor is an example in this movie, and if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. Taylor is an example of proclaiming Jesus and making disciples in his sphere of influence. And here's the, the great thing about this. It did not take much, only kindness and a willingness to reach out to fellow students. And so this might look different, obviously, at your place of work or your place of influence. The collection question here that we'll finish on is, in what ways can you disciple those within your sphere of influence, even those who might not be Christians? In what ways can you disciple those within your sphere of influence, much like Jake Taylor did in the drama To Save a Life, even those who might not be Christians? And so today, as we finish up the series called Disciples and the second podcast in the series, let me recite the scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 17 again as we conclude. Only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. This is my rule in all the churches. Or this other translation that reads, So here is my instruction to all the churches. Each must live with the gifts the Lord Jesus grants you and with the call God offers you. And so today, the big idea of this message was that we are meant as believers to live the life God has called us to. And hopefully that question, uh, in what ways do you proclaim the gospel and in what ways can you disciple others in your sphere of influence, what, what does that look like? And Hopefully, you have been able to think and identify the areas in which you can improve. Thank you for listening to Enter In, the podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share this experience with others.